Season 2, Episode 2, How to Prioritize Decorating. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of the Millennial Homemakers Podcast, your resource for all things home, hostessing, and more. We're your hosts, Jackie Alexander and Jacqueline Humble. So today's episode is actually a listener's request. And we would all have our homes look like Pinterest homes if we had unlimited resources. Am I right? If my house could look like my Pinterest. I know, but this is real life. And we have things like day jobs and budgets, all which get in the way of our decorating schedule. Why can't we just have all the money in the world? My house would be perfect. Jackie and I are talking and we decided that the two main things that gets in the way of decorating is budget restraints and time restraints. You know, if we had all the money and time in the world, then we would literally be Pinterest or a magazine. I would be West Elm. I'm not surprised. (laughs) I wish. Okay, first we're gonna talk about the budget restraints. And we're also gonna give some tips at the end about how to get started with decorating. But this is just basically like, you just moved into a new house or you just bought a new house, or you're tired of the way your house looks, and you've been living there a year, and you still don't have your pictures hung, because that was me in my apartment. Um, Did you ever hang your pictures in your apartment? Okay. My first advice for budget restraints is only splurge on items that you can tell that you splurged on. Absolutely. There's a lot of things you can get from Hobby Lobby for 70% off that look just as nice as something that you could spend $500 on. I mean, but seriously. Like, yeah. Definitely, if it's gonna, if you're gonna spend money on it, and we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. is, you know, spend money on something that either the quality needs to be really nice for a very long time. Or, like a couch. I mean, yes, like a couch or a bed, or it looks super expensive, which I think my coffee table looks really expensive, and I definitely splurged on that, and I haven't regretted it at all. I love your coffee table. I mean, it's not my style at all, but the marble just is so nice, and you don't have to worry about coasters. It's so sturdy. Well, you do if you have red wine because it's well up stuff. That's true, and we have red wine a lot. I just have, yeah, I just have like a tray on it though. Yeah, yeah. My biggest advice for working in the budget is know what your budget is. You okay. might either find out that you have a lot more than you thought you did, or that you have basically nothing. You know, plan your budget, figure out what you can spend on your house, what you're willing to spend on your house, and stick to that. Even if that means that you get one room done every six months, it's a lot better than feeling like you're broke all the time. Something that, this kind of goes with my like splurge on items worth splurging on, which is Mm -hmm. pick a focal point. So with your budget, if you have $500 or something like that, I mean, then you can take like 300 of those dollars and spend it on a really nice item and that can just be the whole focal point of the room and then Absolutely. everything else you can you know thrift or get from family and thrifting is the best way to go for yeah yeah pretty much everything else the last time i went to see jacqueline we went to this really awesome antique mall and i mean we made out in there we got so much stuff for we didn't make out we're married to men <laughs> <laughs> but we did <laughs> we did feel like bandits because we got so 
such a good deal. <laughs> That's what you're trying to say. Yes. Yes. We did not spend a lot of money, but we got so much really great and good quality stuff. You just have to be willing to pick through the crap. Let's be honest. And the place where we went is called The Refinery. If you're ever in Chattanooga, how am I sent you? <laughs> Which if you're buying anything blue and white, oh, they'll know. Yeah. I'm trying to get on like first name basis with those ladies. They're cool. Oh, I know. They knew that you bought them last time. I know. <laughs> I literally go in and I buy everything that's blue and white porcelain because I'm a crazy person. We even have matching friendship blue and white vases because yeah. of that place. Yeah, we do. And they're cute. Also, like one of the, my biggest like advice with thrifting is <gasps> to look at the bones of the furniture and lines and what it's made of and don't really focus on the color or even like if it has nicks in it because you can fix that like if it's. I don't know. I've never reupholstered anything, and I don't think I ever will. But if you can reupholster, then look at the legs and the hardware. And, you know, you can always paint it, repair it with wood putty. But or really- you don't have to. You know, if you want some furniture that you know is going to last and you don't mind it having a little character. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, I I, I say all this like I <laughs> Like you're going to do it. I'm, I'm a liar. I've never refinished anything. I'm not a liar, but I'm, I'm giving more <laughs> advice than I know. <laughs> Telling more than I know. (laughs) Um, Oh, one person who's really good to watch on YouTube who does a lot of refinishing and she has the best thrift advice is her name is Mary Elizabeth. Yes, love her. I love her videos. She's so cute and she has really cool fashion too. Mm -hmm. I wish that I could find stuff at thrift shops that that I would wear clothing-wise. I don't know. I never seem to luck out. But also, she lives in California, so I feel like the things are better. Maybe if we went to Atlanta or Nashville. Probably, but we're, well, yeah, we're in little wannabe big towns. No, we're medium. We're in like like second largest in the state type cities. I know, but they don't feel that big. Yeah, that's, well, anyway. That's another Um, story for another day. True. Also, make sure that, like, you're saving up for the big items. So if you found, you know, the perfect bed that's going to be the perfect focal point and you can't afford it right now, set some money aside and save up so that you get exactly what you want. Okay. Did I talk about this in another episode? I don't care if I did. I'm going to say it again. I mean, probably. The book... I Love You, Ronnie, which was, it's letters between Nancy Reagan and Ronald Reagan, and it made me cry like a little girl when I read it, and they gave each other rooms for holidays. Oh. It's in the book. It's like between letters, asking her what she wants for her birthday or something, or it's like a note that he wrote on her birthday saying, I know I gave you the living room last year or whatever. Aww. (laughs) It's really sweet, and so it's, so they would give each other rooms by like meeting by furniture for the room. Oh, I love that. Different holidays, yeah, and that's what they would decorate or use, you know, by art and stuff. So yeah, because you usually spend more. Poor like us. (laughs) (laughs) There's hope for us yet. He was a movie star, but anyway. Yeah. Okay. So my last like advice for the budget restraint is to ask family if they have anything unused in their house. They might have this piece of furniture, this hutch or something that they really don't want and that you can use, redo, just repurpose, uh, put different hardware on it. Yeah. That's how we decorated our entire dining room. And it's my favorite room in the house. Like don't have any shame. Like if they're like, you know, Jordan's aunt was like, uh, she was getting new furniture in their bedroom and they had this little 
what's it called sate sati i don't know i was, I was gonna say like the one in your living room but that's the one you're talking about yeah that's the one i'm talking about <laughs> i seriously asked i was you know said oh what are you doing with that little thing that you have and she's like oh you know we don't need it and i was like i want it <laughs> because i you know needed something for my living room and with my cat I didn't want to buy something new and have her shred it just like my chairs in the dining room yeah she's done some work on those yeah she's getting better though now that she's like more adult she is getting a little chunky I like think I need to (laughs) put her on a diet yeah slow down the kibble she's getting some pretty big thighs and like a little belly (laughs) (laughs) oh poor hems I think she eats June's food too so (laughs) not surprised She's not overweight, but she's just a small cat, so it's showing. Yeah, but don't be afraid to ask. You never know what someone has that they don't want to get, you know, they don't want to throw out. They don't want to give it to a stranger. Uh, And you'll always, I'm always amazed by how generous people are when I'm not expecting it. Yeah, and speaking of that, not just asking family for free stuff, but my sister and her husband just moved into their first house that they just bought. Really exciting for them. And her husband goes on the next door app for your neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. We keep getting letters to sign up for it and I keep forgetting. Oh, totally sign up for it. Okay. I mean, it's a lot of like lost dogs, which like makes me cry. And I like. Aww. Can I block those? Because if I see them, I'm just going to want to drive around until I find them. And we also have one lady in our neighborhood who always wants to teach a calligraphy course, which I mean, I guess that would be cool, but it's just funny because why are you advertising this? Yeah. (laughs) But, and so her husband has gotten patio furniture for free. So. Oh, wow. Seriously, Craigslist. I need some of that. Yeah. Craigslist stuff and that next door app just be on the lookout for free stuff because no shame in that game you know maybe just you need to buy a new cushion but absolutely or throw a little chalk paint on it yeah. goes a long way and i don't know i have a very like eclectic style and you too jackie it's just kind of we make things work and don't spend a lot of money on stuff that you can just get for free <laughs> exactly that's i'm sitting here thinking what furniture have i bought in my house I wouldn't recommend and it's like dumpster, nothing. Yeah, don't dumpster dive or get secondhand free mattresses. No one wants. Oh that. yeah, They'll probably get bed bugs. Which but. thankfully, like I don't even think Goodwill lets you donate mattresses anymore because yeah. even they realize that that's a really yeah, like, bad idea. A health hazard. We yeah. get that out of here. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so our second restraint is time restraint. I think is like budget is hard, obviously. But you can always, you know, just wait and save a couple dollars. But time, you can't add more time. Yeah. And I think, too, that the frustrating thing is that if you have kind of a combination of a budget and a time restraint, is that's the kill. You just feel so hopeless. Oh, my God. That's me. I think that, and that's like, you know, a lot of people, especially our age and entry-level jobs or still in grad school, I mean, Mm -hmm. we don't have all the money or all the time in the world. So Yeah. Because maybe technically your job's a nine to five, but you're trying to, you know, impress your boss and pick up extra projects. And so it's not really nine to five. Or, you're you know, thinking about it just feels like work. Decorating sometimes yes. feel like, it feels like work when I'm trying to find the right rug. And I've looked at, you know, every single website for this stupid rug that now sheds everywhere that I'm sitting on. But and that's seriously, yeah, that's why I have no rug in my living room. I just, was, I, no idea. It's like a part-time job when you're very specific on the pattern that you want. I'm not yeah. kidding. 
So, you know, decorators get paid stuff for a reason because it is hard. So, yes, of course, they, you know, have been doing it for a while. They know exactly where to look where we're still figuring that part out. True. So we're looking everywhere, like literally everywhere. Literally. <laughs> you know, out walking the dogs. I'm like, hmm, let me see if there's a rug in this trash. Just kidding. I don't do that, y'all. Bed bugs, Jackie. You'll get bed <laughs> I, I would be worried about fleas for that one. So time restraints. I think, Jackie, you should start this topic off because yeah. I feel like you have to juggle this a lot more than I do because I'm a little bit more flexible. Yeah, and it was so because I used to work from home. Now that I work in office, this has probably been the biggest adjustment for me um, because as long as I was available during 9 to 5, Monday through Friday, I could kind of make my own hours. So I'd usually have, you know, my 40 hours done by the end of the day on Thursday so Friday was like a me day and so I could decorate I could go to Hobby Lobby and now I have to do all of that after work or on Saturdays and sometimes I just don't feel like it so projects take longer I've been refinishing my cabinet doors for almost a year which is why you're on restriction yes which is why my husband put me on restriction which basically and it's good I needed it he should have done it like three months ago I am not allowed to start another project in the house or buy anything for the house until those cabinets are done I will give a little background (laughs) my husband's not controlling that though he is not that in New Year's, Jackie had been working on the cabinets for like three months. months. Yeah, like three months at the time, and it was her New Year's. It's embarrassing. It was her New Year's Eve party, and it was like literally like open shelving in her kitchen because there were no cabinets at all. Which I'm excited. So the the top cabinets are now done, except for the ones over my refrigerator because I lost them for a month. It's pretty bad when you lose cat, you lose doors, <laughs> Jackie. Jackie lost doors. I went to work and my coworkers asked me how the cabinets are going. I was like, well, they're done, but I can't find two of them. Did you find them finally? I, I did find them. Okay. Yeah, I found them. The framing was a little big, so we got to cut those down. Where, so now it's worse. They were, like, they were in the garage. I have an old vanity that I found on the side of the road in my garage that I was going to refinish, and I think I'm probably just going to put it on the side of the road for someone else to find. But they were just leaning against that, and I was walking out to my car one day, and I look over, I'm like, those stupid things have been there the whole time. Hey, you should do an episode on garage organization. (laughs) Oh, gosh. If you guys saw my garage, you'd probably have a heart attack. It's okay. Ours is like full of art supplies because I still work as a wine and paint teacher. I teach more about drinking the wine. <laughs> it's more fun that way. I always say I'm a paint and wine teacher just so they like know that I don't want to be like, oh, I'm an art teacher because like, right. I, I don't want to take away from like an actual teacher's title because I just deal with drunk adults. You know, I'm not <laughs> instilling and is shaping that, young minds or anything like that. Is that really that much different from teaching like kindergartners? I, I think so. Less less bodily fluids on That's most true. nights. <laughs> That's true. Most yeah. nights. Anyway. And you don't have to deal with them as long. Yeah, that, I mean, seriously, you know, there's a golden star in heaven for teachers, and that is not what I do. I'm a paint and wine teacher. <laughs> they just show up, and I teach them how to paint that painting and hope that they don't spill all over themselves yeah. or that they drink the paint water. I just hope they don't drink the paint water and they drink their wine. Anyway. Oh, gosh. Has that ever happened? Or is yeah, that just a fear of yours? that's rule number one. That is rule number one. That's the only rule I give them. I say, do not mix your paint water <laughs> and your beverage. 
I give them warnings of how Van Gogh drank his paint water, and that's why I cut oh, his ear gosh. off when he went crazy. Oh, today I learned. The more you know. <laughs> anyway. So restriction has taught me one very important thing about dealing with time, and that is one project at a time. Yes. Take one project, or just one room at least. Yeah. You know, and you don't need to overhaul your whole house overnight. No, absolutely not. So one project at a time. I think that's like the number one time restraint advice. Absolutely. Um, um, which oh. now, because I did my dining room all at once. This was in the middle of the cabinets because I was not on restriction yet. <laughs> but I did the dining room all at once and I breezed through it. It's completely, well, not completely done because you're never really done decorating. But just having, finishing that all in one fell swoop was just so much better. Part of the time restraints, too, is if you are working enough and, you know, you're making a decent living and you really do want to prioritize decorating, it's honestly make a mood board and find someone and pay them to do it. Yes, absolutely. I mean, if your time at work is worth more than time spent decorating or like you could take up more shifts or something like that Mm -hmm. and you just don't have the time or eye for it, pay someone. And there's a lot of people that are our age that are starting out with decorating. And I've seen a lot of e-decorators where they'll pick all the products for you and work within your budget and do it all online. Absolutely. you just have to like assemble or get your husband to assemble the IKEA (laughs) furniture or whatever. Yeah, I don't recommend doing that together it's how a lot of divorces happen i will say those stupid drawers but ikea it's amazing the um, scandinavians are like so creative but it is annoying because the pieces i know are literally it's legos that's why i tell jordan i'm like i bought you adult legos <laughs> they really are guy, uh, we weren't recording when i was decorating my office our delivery guy he had so many packages he delivered like 17 packages one day i went a oh, little gosh. crazy on amazon and it's it wasn't so easy all, to like, do big packages but there were some big packages and i was getting a lot of furniture and the ups guy told because jordan went out to meet him to help carry stuff because i knew it was a lot he told jordan i feel so bad every single time that I come to your house because I know I'm just dropping off more stuff for you to assemble (laughs) (laughs) oh that was sweet of him even if I was embarrassed I was like I have an addiction it's so I know it's so easy to to accidentally buy well I was so mad at Amazon because I bought a lot of stuff at once because I thought I was being green and they would package stuff together even though it was like most of it was fine what I hate when they do that or when they send this tiny thing in a giant box. Yes, that was the problem. Is it was, you know, they would put some stuff together, but I guess because they're coming from different sorting facilities. Like, yeah. Anyway, I was pretty, I was upset. You tried, and now you know. That maybe. I'm just going to be wasteful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no way around it. If you're going to buy a lot from Amazon, you just got to embrace it. I'll plant a tree. <laughs> so another piece of advice for, you know, working on time restraint is to plan. So if you know, you know, you get off work and maybe you have enough energy for an hour project, pick a day and say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to get home and I'm not going to take my shoes off until this is done or whatever you need to do to motivate yourself to get it done that day. And for me, so I have the most time on Saturdays. And so that's when I like to decorate. Well, usually that also has to involve house cleaning. And so I'm trying, it's not working too well. I'm trying to get better at cleaning a little bit every night after work so that way Saturdays can be devoted to working on my house. 
that's a good idea a little bit I like that a little bit each day I would recommend with that with planning is even if your planning is online shopping if you like yes. have to if you really want to pick out a rug and you have this budget for it and you want this pattern quality material whatever block off an hour of time to look on X amount of websites for that rug and you can tell by all my anecdotes that I spent a really long time looking at rugs. <laughs> And it's a nice looking rug. It just wasn't exactly what you expected. It sheds. It sheds more than my cat Frenchie <laughs> and Frenchie put together. Not more than my German Shepherd. <laughs> I was going to say, if you say more than Gracie, then that's a little insane. Nothing sheds more than Grace. Nothing. No, you like touch her and you have another dog in your hand. Clumps. Clumps. It's crazy. I asked the vet if she had like, a vitamin deficiency. She's just a special girl. That's all there is to it. She is. Maybe I stress her out. I think she is a nervous dog. Maybe she gets so stressed so she like lose the coat, you know? It's like a defense mechanism, like lizards drop their tails. She drops her fur. Okay, so again, so the last time I visited Jacqueline, uh, I was in a wedding for another friend in Chattanooga and Jacqueline and Jordan were both gone and I had to change for the rehearsal. <laughs> so I'm worried about not letting the cat out of the house because Jacqueline was like, Hemingway likes to bolt, you know, make sure she, when you leave, she does not leave the house. Did not worry about Gracie. Open the door. Gracie bolts. So I'm like, okay, what am I going to do? So I I'm like, I'm just going to put, she's just sitting next to my car. So I'm going to put my stuff in my car and then worry about her. Well, I opened the car and she just, she got in and she just sat there. She would not move. I still have Gracie fur all over my car. I'm sure. I mean, she's psycho in like a good way. Well, yeah. In a yeah. psycho way. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. She likes car rides. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, my dogs wouldn't, wouldn't even jump in my car. I mean, she wouldn't even get out. No, not even for you. No, she wouldn't get out. Maybe if we would have taken her around the block. Like, that, yeah, we should have tried that. But I was also really freaked out because I thought the cat was out, but the cat was... I know. I just locked her in my room. Her bedroom. <laughs> She's crazy, too. All my animals are a little neurotic. I don't know. Yeah. But good news. I was still the first person to the rehearsal. So Yeah, that's so true. And... <laughs> Did I have to drive? No, I didn't drive. No, you didn't. No, you drove Drew to the wedding the next day. But going back that even if your time is looking for that rug, that's what I'm doing right now. Even if I can't have full-blown projects, um, the next room we're doing is our living room. And so I've been creating a mood board and starting to look for exactly what I want when we get to that room. Planning is everything. It makes life so much easier. That's all I have for time restraints. Yeah, I think that's really just finding the time, you know, even if it's a couple minutes a day is really, really the mm-hmm. biggest thing about working around it. Or just it. prioritizing it and paying someone. Yeah. I yes, think that's yeah. that's important too. So we wanted to give you a little bit about, you know, if you've been living in your apartment for a year and you haven't even hung your pictures, basically like where to start. So we already said start with one room at a time. I wanted to give a little bit of advice about using Pinterest. Pretty sure that... I always say like, oh, I've said this before, but I think I have said this before, but I can't say it enough, is that Pinterest doesn't have to be a, I'm going to look at this and copy it exactly. Exactly. It's definitely search for inspiration and don't copy it exactly because that's not going to be your exact personality. I mean, literally, unless you see something and you're like, that is my personality exactly, you're going to have your own stuff and guess what that picture doesn't have your own furniture anyway so take a picture on pinterest and use that as your inspiration but it doesn't even have to be your style you can just like the composition of it i do that all the time 
is oh, that's most of my mood board for my living room. It really has nothing to do with the style. No, it doesn't. It's just the composition and the way things are arranged. So, what I like to do is whenever I save a pin, is I use the caption things and I actually make a note and say this is what I like about this pin. So that way, when I look back through and I'm like, why did I pin this ugly thing? And then I remember, oh, it's the composition that I liked, mm-hmm. or it's the literally like the way that the pictures were arranged, or the styling of the bookshelf. So. Look, use Pinterest as like a blueprint, but not at, or not, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Don't copy it. Just yeah, use it as to, yeah. to get your creative juices flowing. Right, exactly. I use Pinterest because when I wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my house, what style, I just started pinning everything that caught my eye. And then I went through it and I said, what do these things have in common? And that helped me figure out, okay, I really want my house to be blue. Like I want a lot of blue in my house. I want it to be comfortable with a lot of throw pillows. And so I just, I looked for all of the common threads in everything I pinned. And that helped me create a style that was, you know, me and my husband. And it was going to create a house that we really enjoyed being in. And so again, it's not just copying, it's just seeing, you know, getting inspiration from really anything. I like that advice. Also, I will say where to start is I started adding items that I found online on Amazon, especially to my Amazon cart. And if you can find furniture on Amazon that has Prime, it can save you so much money. And oh my gosh, too. yes. So I would add furniture or whatever to my cart and then that would help me plan because it would alert me when things went on sale. So say something in your cart is on sale or whatever. So definitely use that to your advantage. Save a lot of links. I use notes on my iPhone because it links with my computer too. And I just have like a running like thing of links of things that I want to buy or you know, pictures that I want to copy, yada, yada. And I, for Amazon, um, I put everything in my wish list too. And then around Christmas and my birthday, I send my wish list to my parents, hint, hint, wink, wink. And then I'm getting things for the house. I'm getting exactly what I know I want without worrying about, well, can I really afford this or should I splurge on it? Because someone else can do that for me. I've never used the Amazon wish list. I guess I should. Uh, We live by it. I I have like one more piece of advice for getting started and that's just to do it. Don't be afraid to put a hole in your wall. You can always fix those. Unless just, you're renting. That's true. Well, you don't. That's just kidding. You can always fix it. <laughs> don't like, you know, start tearing down a wall because that's a little harder to fix. But putting a picture nail through the wall isn't going to cause a lot of damage if you decide you don't like that there. I would say a good piece of advice is that it's never going to be perfect. No. And, you know, it can look really good, but you're always going to be changing it too. So... Mm-hmm. Honestly, for me with decorating, unless you're, you know, seriously have a compulsion of everything being perfect is just stick a hole, like better have a picture hung than laying on the floor. Just start hanging stuff. You don't feel like you have to totally measure everything so it's perfect. Have someone there to tell you if it's straight. (laughs) Just start hanging it. That's my parents. It takes them years to hang anything on the wall because they're so afraid of putting a hole in the wall. And when we moved in the house, my mom's like, man, you already have more pictures. And like after we'd lived here a month, I was like, yeah, because guess what? People aren't going to be, oh, that's not totally at eye height or whatever. Exactly. Exactly. Because people do not judge our houses as much as we think they do. Yeah. You're look, you know, no one cares as much about your business as you do or your mama or your mama-in-law. <laughs> I think. That's all I have. Do you have anything else? No, that's all I have. And, you know, if you have any tips, 
feel free to comment them on our uh, Facebook group, which is the Millennial Homemakers Facebook group. You have to request to join, but we accept pretty much everyone. Mm-hmm. As long as you're not like a mail order bride, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like hit people up for favors on Facebook or whatever. Uh, you can also send us messages on Instagram. We love talking to you guys there too, even if it is not as much of a community as our Facebook group. But you can reach us at the Millennial Homemakers, or you can find me at JV Alexander sixteen or Jacqueline at Jacqueline Humble. Thanks, y'all. I hope you have a great week. We'll talk to you later. Bye.